GoTenant, the revolutionary new property software built by landlords and trusted by tenants. GoTenant is your one-stop property management assistant that will take the pain away from your tenant recruitment process and the management of your properties. From advertising your property to maintenance reporting, electronic signatures to full property management software. Stop worrying about double bookings and the hassle of unnecessary admin because GoTenant is here to enable you to seamlessly run your portfolio from anywhere in the world. Go to gotenants.co.uk to find out more. <laughs> Nearly fell over there. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Cup of Tea with Rick G. And today we've got a really special guest that's come a long, long way. And uh, Denitz is with us. And Denitz is a HMO investor, and she's been part of our programme um, for probably around about two years or so now. So we thought it would be really interesting for the group to have some case studies on people that have been through our training, what it means to them, how it's helped them move forward with their investing and how it's changed their lives through investing in HMO. So what we don't want to do is just talk about it. We want to give you some live case studies as well. So Denitza, good morning and welcome to Cup of Tea with Rick G. Good morning, Rick. And you've had a three hour journey. So where have you, for the viewers, where have you travelled from today? Oh, I came uh, from East Greenstead in uh, West Sussex. Okay. Uh, so but the journey was fine. And have you travelled by car? I did drive. And you know yes. where we are because you've been here several times before. Haven't I you? have been, so, yes. It was easy to find. Well, thank you for travelling so far. I mean, I know it's a long way for you. It's now, I've introduced you as Denitza and you know what? We had a little bit of banter before we went live here because um, I can't pronounce Denitza's surname very well so what I thought I would do is allow Denitza to do that uh, herself for you so how do you pronounce your <laughs> well I'll, I'll try to get it right now <laughs> it's uh, Denitza Vaklinova Vaklinova yes Vaklinova yes. it's a Bulgarian That's name I got yes. it right <laughs> yeah, so you're from did. Bulgaria originally I aren't am, you? so correct. how long have you lived in the UK uh, I moved here uh, in 2004 so that makes it 15 years I guess okay and what brought you over yeah. to the UK what was the catalyst I, um, I was working for a, a British company. It was a tour operator in the 90s. So I used to come here quite often. And then I met my uh, husband. He was working for the same company. Yeah. Um, so in 2000. Hi, Lewis, if you're watching, so give him a shout out. <laughs> yes, Lewis, who you met. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we just got married in 2004. And uh, it was a, obviously, it, it was an obvious decision that it was uh, me who should come here rather than Louis um, going to Bulgaria. So, okay. yeah. And what did you do at that time for a living? Were you still working for the travel company? Yeah, at the time it was actually really good times because we were unaware of property investing and all sorts of things. It was good salaries, uh, lots of money uh, from travel, uh, lots of traveling as well. So yeah, we were mainly working, um, Louis continued to work for a travel company and I, I went just part-time because uh, we, had, we had three young children at the time. Okay. And then what made the change for you? So I know obviously now we'll talk about your investing journey in a second and, and what that's meant to you. Um, but why did, what, why property? What was the, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? What was the, the carrot? Well, the thing is, I always uh, wanted to do property investing since probably um, the moment I moved uh, to UK uh, because we used to live in a really beautiful area um, near here, Warwick. And I absolutely loved the houses and I thought that it would be, at the time, it wasn't that expensive to buy a property. Uh, and I really, really wanted to get a, 
you know, just a buy to let property so that um, because obviously Lewis was working in London at the time, it was a very long journey for him to travel from Warwick to London. Uh, the reason why we were living there is, was because uh, we were looking to buy a place. So I thought, why, why moving to London? We can just get another house here. He can go part-time. But anyway, it was difficult to convince Louis. Sorry, Louis. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so we just carried on um, like this for a while. But I always wanted to do property. So it took me a little bit longer than it should have done <laughs> to convince yeah. Louis to, to start thinking about property as well. And how did you do that? Because very often, and, and we experience this a lot, and I think, you know, for those that are watching, um, this, is, this is quite normal that one side of the relationship is really sort of, yes, let's get out there, let's be entrepreneurial and let's get some property and invest for the future. And the other side is saying, whoa, what are you doing? This doesn't work. Don't be ridiculous. This is just not real. And very often people think it's that's some kind right. of cult almost. Absolutely. So how did you, not convince, that's probably not the right word to use, but how did you educate Lewis into um, your way of thinking? Yeah, well, uh, to be honest, Lewis, if I'm allowed to say that, he's a solicitor. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah. That's he's not a bad thing. It's not a bad <laughs> well, thing, Lewis. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so he was quite uh, doing everything by the book. When I say by the book, I don't mean like, oh, you know, I wanted to do things wrong. But what I mean is that he was very much um, a bit stuck in his ways, like doing things proper properly. He, he believed that we need to have jobs, full-time yeah. jobs, good salary, okay. which would ensure a great future. You know, I, I, me on the other hand, I've always been an entrepreneur. And do you think that is born from um, parenthood, from their, from, from Lewis's parents? Because very often, you know, your mum and dad's values are transferred into your values. And that's normal, isn't it? Because it's possible. that's your yes, world. Absolutely. It's possible. I mean, I come from a, from a background where uh, most of our, most, my parents always had a business. Yeah. Uh, and most of my relatives are into business, but then Louis's parents, unfortunately, I never met them. Right. Uh, but I think they were in a totally different uh, yeah. situation. So obviously that had an impact on his Absolutely. way of thinking. Yeah. And if you're brought up in the knowledge or in the mindset that you, you must work really hard, get a good job, um, pay your mortgage down, exactly. retire, have your pension, and, and that's your life, then that's normal, isn't it? That's absolutely, yeah. that's absolutely the case. But you didn't see it like that? I didn't see it like that. And to be honest, we did carry on. We did, we, I did eventually um, have a different type of business. I did have an online uh, estate agency with um, Cyprus, and uh, we did quite well with Bulgaria. Was that Bulgaria. a franchise? Or? No, I just set up a company. And at the time, Bulgaria was quite a good hotspot. Uh, at the time? In the 2000s, yes. Yeah. So that was going to be the next big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, it was for a while until 2008 when all these changes happened and the uh, exchange rates and all this stuff. Uh, but we did have a few good years. Um, the problem with that was that um, instead of closing down and buying a property here, which is what I wanted, uh, we decided that we'll carry on and do the business a bit longer, which was, I think it was a big mistake because it was clearly going nowhere. Right. Uh, so eventually, um, Unfortunately, at some point, Louis got really ill. Okay. He was uh, taken to hospital on the twins' birthday, which was really uh, a shock to us. Uh, and from nothing, he was actually diagnosed with a brain abscess. Right. So a few, few days later, he had an operation and all this. Uh, but in the meantime, he was working for a successful um, solicitor's practice in the city with a big salary and everything. I was part-time. Um, but him being ill, and also actually we did have quite a bit of consumer debt. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and that's like normal, every young you know, family. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I think we did because we just overstretched with stuff. We bought a second property, which we thought, which you know, we thought it would be a good idea, which it was, but not at the time. But anyway, uh, so what happened next was that um, I was with three little children in a situation where my husband was out of work. Yeah. For for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, there was not so much money, almost none for the mortgages. There were two mortgages at the time, uh, not enough money for food. Uh, and I, I absolutely thought that this is crazy what we're doing. How so long ago was this, Danetza? That was in 2011. And 11, okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, because of all this, he had a long recovery. Uh, about three years, they said that it will take me. He's Luckily, it was okay. It was only you know an abscess, nothing else. But um, still, it was you know quite a difficult thing to um, uh, bring you back to your normal life, if you want. Uh, so for me, though, th this was the turning point. I knew that after this, that I've been in that situation, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. I will just go for property because it was clear we already had one property which was feeding us. So. Uh, straight so that, so that you could see that property as providing you with an income. It was it, yeah. So that that's was what it. the catalyst was, and you thought, well, Absolutely. let's just replicate this. Yeah, I just wanted to get more of these because we right. had two beautiful apartments in Kingston upon Thames, and this is what actually paid the mortgage at the time when when Lewis was uh, off work for a couple of months, yeah, three months. Uh, but yeah, for me that was it, and I think he he started seeing that as well. Once he, he got really ill and he couldn't make any money, I think for him that was kind of a turning point as well. Okay. So when did you then make that transition? What, um, and what did that look like? Let's backtrack it. I don't want to blast you with a load of questions. Uh, or no. I kind of do that, you know. And uh, you know, when we do these cup of teas, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I've got so many questions in my mind. So let's backtrack a little bit. So you got to the point there then, you and Lewis had this conversation. Yeah. And, and then you, you decided that you potentially then together would like to go ahead yeah. and start investing in property. Absolutely. What did you do next? What we did next is we decided, uh, it was, I remember actually where we took that decision, we went for a coffee and he was taking these blooming anti uh, antibiotics, you know, hundreds of them. And we, we took a decision that day that we are going to move out of Kingston, sell our bigger property, which was quite nice apartment right in the center. Uh, we'll buy a house somewhere near London so that he can still continue to travel if he was going back to the same uh, job. And we'll just buy another property with the money, which is exactly what we did. Okay, was that a single buy-to-let property? It was our first, um, it was our first minimal, minimal. I would call okay. it. Yeah. It was a two-bedroom. And this was prior to you getting any education? That's absolutely So you yeah. didn't yeah. know really about the intricacies of HMOs at that point? I didn't really know. Uh, I did read a few books and I did know about HMOs, but I didn't know anything to the extent that I learned, obviously, after I came on your program. Right. Because I didn't know the extent, to, I didn't know that actually sky is the limit. Uh, what I knew then is that you can buy a small property, probably convert it from two to three bedrooms or from three to four or something like that, and then multiple income, but that was it. I didn't know that okay. you can actually get a three-bedroom property converted into five or six maybe, you know, and stuff okay. like that. Right, so talk us through that deal then. So you, you've got your first little mini-mo, how did you find it? So, um, as you probably remember from the beginning of the conversation, we lived in Warwick. Yep. Uh, but before that we lived in Coventry as well, and Lewis is originally from Coventry. So. I knew that we wouldn't buy in Warwick because at the time the prices were already going up. Uh, so I looked into Coventry and that is the, the place that Lewis never ever wanted to go back for some reason. He was like, I'm not going back, I'm not going back. 
But somehow, I think um, it was easier to convince him after his illness. <laughs> For some reason, I think he just became more uh, cooperative, I would call it. So we looked into Coventry. Uh, and we just, we just found a house. Literally, we started driving on the streets. Uh, um, and uh, we so saw you just went hunting? Yeah, no, yeah. without even knowing. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. We just thought, you know what, well, we're going to go... But you knew what you wanted. I, we, yeah. we definitely knew what we wanted. We wanted a two-bedroom house, which we could convert into three, at minimum cost, in a good condition. Yeah. Simply because we had 25,000 in our pockets. Okay. And, and were you aware at this point of things like Article 4 direction and licensing? We didn't know anything about that? We didn't have no. a clue okay. about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. We had no clue about legislation whatsoever. Yeah. We just purely went, you know, from what we kind of read uh, from, you know, books. Yeah. You know, about investing, but, you know, like reading them, not understanding quite everything. So we got that little house in Coventry, which for some reason we found for 98,000. Okay. Which was ridiculous price because mm. everything else was 110. And it was a lady who, who just wanted to get rid of it. So she was almost like a motivated seller, but you didn't really know she was a motivated no. seller at the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. we didn't know. And it was through, um, can I say through which? Through Purple, purple Bricks? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't, yeah. So we called Purple them. Bricks, if you're watching, I do affiliate commissions. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we got the, we called them and uh, they were like, yeah, just speak to the owner. She's there. So her brother was there. Uh, we went to literally view the house the same day because we were by the street. We were like, oh, we're actually parked out of the, you know, outside of the house. So they were like, well, we'll just go in. The brother, her brother is there. Um, literally a couple of days, not even a couple of days later, to be honest. I think it was on the next day. She called up and she was like, yeah, because you know how you do like uh, messaging on yeah. purple bricks. So, yeah, she accepted the offer, 98,000 down paid for. She even had uh, the tenants in for another six months, which was for us, it was like a big plus because we thought well, next we need to source. Yes. So that was like a big help. And were they paying? <laughs> they were yeah. paying, yeah, yeah, they were paying tenants. Uh, but to be honest, once they finished with their tenancy, uh, we very quickly just put it on the market and mm -hmm. we, we just got three really nice tenants. So and there you had your first HMO? Yeah, yeah. And what was that cash flow and what were the numbers like? The numbers were, so obviously on 98,000, we spent about probably 5,000 because at the time, as I said, we only had 25, so yeah. there had to be enough. So we just did very light refurb. The house was really in a very good condition. Um, so at the time, the rent that we got for it was 1,050 right, okay. per month yeah. from the three tenants. Our mortgage was uh, 243 right. from what I can remember. and. We, nobody managed it, so the rest managed of the money, yeah, we didn't pay bills, yeah. uh, the, uh, the students, it was uh, bills excluded, so the students were paying their own bills, so literally we're talking about £700 Profit. we were making, yes. And how long did it take you from start, from when you and Lewis had that conversation, to actually cash flowing £700 a month? Well, we had the conversation in 2014, yeah. December, yeah. in August 2015, we bought the house. Right. So that was six months. Yeah. Uh, and then the tenants left in November, I think. Yeah. So from December or so about 12 or months. something like that. So yeah, it was about 12 months. So you created yeah. this income of 700 pounds a month in Just 12 like months that. time. And that's, kind of, that's, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in life, does it? That's going to take the pinch off, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It literally paid off the mortgage for one of, uh, one of the apartments at the time, which we had smaller, smaller property. Uh, so that was it. It was perfect. So from that point on. So you got a bug then? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so tell kids from there then. So what happened after that? So you got your first mini-mo. 
and you've got experience with it and then you're cash flowing £700 a month, what came next? To be honest, we just bought another two very quickly. Yeah. In January 2016, we bought another one. And then were they the same? Did you kind of just replicate what you'd already done? We did exactly the same. We just bought a couple of houses uh, from January till March, a uh, couple of streets down down. Um, the same road, off the same road. Okay. For these two, we and were you watching for them to come on the market, or how did that? These how... ones, we just literally sourced through an agent. One, one right. was an agent that we were registered with. Both of them were uh, through agents. Yeah. Uh, but what was interesting there is that without us knowing what we're doing, we actually uh, joint venture on that one with okay. a friend of ours yep. who didn't know very much about investing at the time, uh, but he trust us and then um, we joined ventured on that one we still have these two properties so you, i mean you kind of i mean before you even came into our community <laughs> and our group you've kind of done you've done a lot already you've you've done quite a few strategies you know you've yeah. dealt with a, a motivated seller you've got yourself three little mini mos you know you you're cash flowing yeah. well you're doing joint ventures why did you then decide to take further education because in uh i think it was march 2017 I was, um, I subscribed to YPN. Yep. Uh, YPN was magazine, folks, by the way. Another yep. one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I subscribed and then there was this webinar. Uh, because I was, I, I wanted to get into HMOs, but to be honest, at the time, I didn't know if I wanted to go into HMO. I just knew that I want to have big, bigger deals, bigger yep. deals than that, because obviously... Bigger income. Clear, yeah, bigger income, because yep. I thought, well, small houses, that's fine, but now I want something more interesting. Yeah. So I listened to quite a few webinars, to be honest, like quite a few. I listened to everything. And then one day I was reading through this magazine and then they said, Rick Gannon, um, HMO, uh, how, to, how to replace your income through, uh, through houses in multiple occupations. So I mm -hmm. said, oh, this, this sounds good. I'm going to listen to that one. So it was that webinar, believe it or not, uh, that I had kind of already decided that I will come to your uh, HMO Discovery Day, which I booked. Yep. the same evening. This is about two years ago, almost two yes, years ago. Yes, almost now. two yeah. years ago. Yeah. So for me, there was no doubt from that webinar, really. Uh, so once I booked the HMO Discovery Day, I, I just knew that I'm coming on that program because you mentioned okay. it. Uh, so, so let's break that down a little bit back then. Yeah. So you wanted to you wanted further education because you wanted to increase your income. You Absolutely. wanted bigger deals uh, and, and to earn more more cash flow. So uh, I did a webinar. You came on to my HMO Discovery Day. So can you just explain for the people that are mm -hmm. watching what the HMO Discovery Day was for you and what you got from that? Well, to be honest, the, the HMO Discovery Day for me was probably the best uh, type of education in one day that I've got from seminars for paid seminars for two right. or three days. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I've yeah. been through your it is packed full of value. It, this is a one day if you listen very carefully and if you have a little bit of knowledge, you can actually do a lot. Yeah. You can you can physically go out from that day and start investing. And I'm saying this yeah. hand on my heart because it is like that. I yeah. went out of there did you, already. What did you pay for that day, didn't it? So can you remember? Gosh, it was something ridiculous. It was something like £30. £30, yeah. Uh, it I think it's gone up a little bit now. It's about 40 quid, but for 40, 30 or £40. And you had included a massive lunch as well, which yeah. it, it was in a pub. Yeah. It was in a hole, yeah. Um, and we still hotel, do that. Think, it yeah. was in a hotel, yeah. And the discovery days, we only do them once a quarter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everything that we do, folks, and you know this if you're part of the community, is packed full of value. And what we want to do is we want people to be able 
able to take that knowledge and go and run with it. Yeah. Or if they choose to, then they can come on a different program because we can help them move forwards with that if they want the hand-holding yeah, type of, of service. So, sorry, I interrupted you there then. So you, you came on the HMO Discovery Day. That's right. Uh, you found that really beneficial. Yes, and it then, was absolutely great. And then you came on to our, one of our other programs, didn't you? So yes. what triggered you to come on to that program and which program was it? Uh, the program was the uh, HMO uh, mentoring program. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was at the time I, I, I watched obviously the case studies and uh, you know I went through all the recordings and stuff like that which you provided kindly at the time. Um, but to be honest, like I said, for me there was no doubt uh, right from the beginning that I'm coming on that HMO mentoring program. The reason for that was that I strongly believe that if you want to move forward, rather than looking on the internet, trying to learn it yourself, you just have to learn from someone who know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, with a, you know, you know what we said, didn't it, Sam? We said, I said this um, earlier before we started. Um, all we do is provide the information and the knowledge in a recipe format. Absolutely. And all you have to do is follow that recipe. Now, the great thing about recipes is they're tried and tested. And exactly. that's why they're in books, because people have done them a million times before and they work. And all exactly. you have to do is follow the recipe. And it's when people take a detour and come off that yeah. recipe that we provide is when they start to fail. So let's talk I about that agree, recipe yeah. for you then. So you came on the HMO Mentoring Program, which was then a 12-month program. That's right, yeah. What did you get from that and how did that accelerate your portfolio and your investing? Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. I still haven't found a better program. Thank you. I've been on quite a few, I can say, for right. sure, yeah. because I like going on different educational programs sure. for all sorts of things. I haven't been uh, to an HMO one because I don't want to go because I know that there's no point yeah. <laughs> in going. I mean, yeah. whatever I wanted, I learned uh, from you and from your team. Um, the thing is, uh, with the HMO a mentoring program for me, uh, it made me um, very organized definitely boost my confidence because the, the thing with me is that I'm, I'm um, I wouldn't say I'm quite modest but I, I do look a bit more not so modest if you know what I mean but I actually am I'm a bit shy as well okay so well, you do very well if you, you know, you should, <laughs> thank you, you. you come across very well <laughs> thank you very much uh, but uh, and I don't like talking about achievements what, I know what, you what mean. I've done what yeah. I'm doing blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, but the thing is that I'm quite uh, for me the, the HMO mentoring program first it, it set some um, plan for action yeah which was very important it made me realize uh, that you know, if I really want some good income and to make some kind of difference, maybe I should actually go into bigger deals. Also to be a bit more brave when I'm doing stuff and once I'm doing it, I just have to go through the whole process and if I make a mistake, I need to fix it rather yeah. than quit or cry or moan about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And once I clean my mess, you know, I need to pick myself up and just and uh, start again. move forward. Yeah. That's what it's it really important me. advice that is because very often people fail because you know everything in life when you get out of your comfort zone you get into that stretch zone yeah. you're uncomfortable and it's easier for people to recoil back into that comfort zone because exactly. that's where they feel safe True. and you're never going to grow whilst you're in that comfort zone because it's your tomorrow will be the same as your yesterday exactly. because you're doing nothing different and if you do come up with a barrier and if you do hit that barrier, you've got to work out a way of getting around it. Otherwise, it will just stop you. 
Yeah, you know? that, and that's, that's what a... we do, isn't it, on the programme? You know, we teach you all the mindset stuff, enable for you to move around that barrier, move over it, go underneath it, do whatever you need to do exactly. in order to move forwards. Exactly. I mean, what I would say about the HMO mentoring programme is um, uh, the advice that I would give the people is um, sometimes, for example, we, say, we see something, you know, somebody made a comment on something. Well, there's no point, you know, making a comment. Obviously, you know, because you've done all sorts of things, if you know what I mean. So just like you said, follow the recipe. Yeah. It's much easier to follow the recipe rather to absolutely to start, uh, yeah. you know, decomposing every element and, yeah. and you know, study it to, to see whether this is right or wrong or, yeah. you know. I mean, you must do your own due diligence. I think absolutely. that's fair to, fair to say. Definitely. Um, but what we do is we teach people to do it the way we've done it. And we've got a very big exactly. portfolio. We're, you know, we are quite successful in what we've done. And all we're doing is teaching other people how to do exactly the same. Okay, so yeah. moving on from the programme then. So you, you're on the programme. How did that help you? Um, and what did you get from it in terms of tangible deals and property? So yeah. since joining, so you already had three. Yeah, I did and have, And then yeah, you started the programme. Yeah. And then what happened in terms of your deals coming forwards from that point? Yeah, so um, I started in March. Um, I was very into this program. I was yep. listening day and night and I like how you get angry when people don't turn <laughs> up on your webinars and all this. Yeah. So I thought this is quite good actually because not many people do that. It's yeah. accountability. So people, what, what, what <laughs> Danitza is saying here is that um, I always, ch I mean, anyone that's in any of our programs, I will challenge the back out of you. So if we've got a webinar and it's due for a Tuesday night, eight o'clock and you don't turn up, then expect me to be breathing down your throat asking you why you're not there because that's my job as a mentor is to push exactly. back and say, hey guys, come on now, you've got to get a grip because if you don't do it, yeah. it's not going to happen. Absolutely. I can't do it for you. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think we all need a kick on the backside sometimes yeah. because we kind of get away with things and we are like, oh, I can, I can just miss this one. But then with you, it's impossible because then you're like, oh no, you have to. But the thing is, um, once I joined in, in uh, I already knew that you know, I'm going into bigger deals. In June, uh, I bought a really, and this is one of my favorite deals, to be honest. This is my first big house. Right. Which is uh, actually the first house uh, that I saw in Coventry as a young investor before I uh, bought that little 98,000 house that yep. I mentioned. The very first house that I saw before that small deal that we spoke about was a massive, Four bedroom, uh, three reception, a Victorian property, beautiful. But they wanted so much money for it at the time. They wanted 130,000 and me and Louis had, as I said, you know, just 25,000 for deposit. So it had to be around the 100 mark. So anyway, I kept watching that house, what happened, because it was a total wreck. It was a shell and inside it looked awful. I think somebody, old person died or something like that. So I kept watching this house through the couple of years. Uh, and at some point, well, actually through the year, at some point this house came up on the market uh, at the ridiculous price of 385000 oh, right. And I thought, let me see how much this person paid for this house, because I remember this house being 130. And Louis was like, yeah, I remember that house as yeah. well. We didn't have the money for it. So we checked uh, Zoopla and it said 170000 And, you know, from what it said, obviously it was an investor. But now he wanted 385000 And I thought, I'm never going to get this house or a house on that road. I was literally desperate to get a house there. So anyway, the, to cut the long story short, how I was, you know, praying every night, you know, that I get this house. Eventually, that house didn't sell and it went to auction. This house was so well protected by agents to the point that I was actually not allowed to see it. I mm. called them up one day. So they said, look, 
this is a fantastic property. Are you going to buy it or not? I said, look, I, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what it looks inside because I've seen it before the, the works. They said, uh, no, sorry, we can't show you. The investors said that, you know, it, it needs to be only serious people with money. And, you know, if you don't have the money, just forget about it. So I thought, oh, God, OK. But anyway, it went on auction. Didn't sell because I was praying, obviously, every yep. night. Didn't sell. And then it, uh, they changed the agent like they do. And it came out with a price 355. So I thought, OK, how am I going to get this house? So I called up uh, the friend that we've joined ventured on the small houses, two yep. small houses. And we called also another friend who we knew that he's very cautious about property, but we, we knew that he might be willing to invest. So to cut the long story short, very quickly, uh, we started negotiating with the agent. Um, the house went on auction, didn't sell, as I said, came up with this 355. Um, I went to see it finally. It looked beautiful. It was all refurbished with really good finishes and everything. It looked amazing. So I placed an offer 300. Of course, you can imagine the shock yep. with the investor mm -hmm. oh, screaming, no, yep. don't show her again. Uh, I think he was just hoping to get too much money for it. It was pretty much overpriced, mm -hmm. really. Which is normal. Which is normal, yeah. He probably put at least 100 grand in that house, <laughs> just to make, I, yep. I do understand. Uh, but because he was waiting, 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 nothing was happening. Even I think he just wanted to recycle his money, to be honest. So he, we got a call from the agent and she said, look, He's not going to take 300, but he's going to take 295. Okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, sorry. He wasn't going to take 295 because we played. Sorry, take sorry. 300. He's going to take yeah, 300. Yeah. We said, okay, we give him 300. Yeah. Deal signed. Fine, everything great. Blah, blah, blah. We got the people uh, to join us in. Our friends, they said, okay, we'll give you 20 grand each because it was about 70, 70 something to, to um, place for a deposit. And then came the valuation. 280,000. Mm. <laughs> so we were literally like uh, 15,000 out. Yeah. But you know what? I just thought, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I really love this house. And to be honest, not because I loved it, but I did my figures just like you do on your uh, program. Yeah. It's a very simple calculation. Really. It is, absolutely. It's like six bedrooms times 495. Yeah. The rent at that time, I just checked, there were a couple of houses on that same street. So that came up to 2,000, whatever, like nearly 3,000 pounds in rent yep. per month. Um, we already knew that the mortgage would be 900, 933. Yep. Uh, we didn't want to place a big deposit, so it was 85% loan to value. My first 85% loan well done. to but value. You've already got experience because you've got the three HMOs before, haven't you? So That's correct, but yeah. at the same time, I never had a 85% loan right. to value uh, you know, you know, it helps. Long. I mean, you know, the more leverage you are, obviously, you've got less skin in the game, but it yeah. does help in terms of cash flow oh, when absolutely. you're starting out. So you got the property. We got the property. And what was the net cash flow per month? It was, it's cash flowing on um, 1100. 1, net. Net. Perfect. Yes. And you got a joint venture partner with that? We've got, we set up very quickly a company okay. between the four of us. So right. it's me, Lewis. So what and would you say that yours and Lewis's? portion of that £1,100. That's about 550 per month, Perfect. which I think is great. But great. just to mention one more thing. Yeah. I know I'm talking a lot about this deal. But no, it's good. This deal, actually, we bought with a planning permission for five luxury apartments as well. Yeah. That was thrown in the deal. So to convert it, you mean? To convert it into okay. apartments. But it was fully converted, fully refurbished yeah. as an HMO. So, so what really are your plans? So we did a bit of investigation. We got an architect. 
uh, we're not going to convert it into five bedroom apartments, uh, five uh, one bedroom apartments. What we're going to do is we're going to convert it into six uh, self-contained units instead. Okay. It's just going to work better on cash flow. Are you going to keep it? Uh, oh, I'm not leaving that house ever. Right. <laughs> it's my favorite house, yeah. so definitely we're going to keep it. So we, will it refinance back out? Will you get all of your money back out of the deal? We will not get all the money out okay. of the deal, but we will get about 50,000. The total deal was about 78,000, everything. Yeah. Stamp duty, everything. So you're going to uh, leave about 28 grand in the we're deal? We're going to leave probably about 28 or 30 grand in the deal. But It's I'm, not bad, is it, at all? I'm absolutely happy. Yeah. Absolutely happy on this. Okay, yeah. that sounds like a great deal. So move on then to the... What, what, how many deals have you had since being on the programme? I had three uh, big properties. Three? Three really big properties, Okay, yeah. so that was yeah. the first one? That was the first one. Very quickly in November, I, I'm not going to mention, I had one in between as well, but it was a smaller property. Okay, so no, you've got to mention it. How many, you know, it's, uh, it, what, what, what we're trying to sort of, you know, explain to everybody is, you yeah. know, the benefit of, uh, uh, you know, of being a part of a mentoring group, you know, and, oh, what, yeah. it, and what it can mean to you. So, I mean, if you've got yeah. four properties, that's even better. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 there are four. It's just that one of them we got because it was a really good deal. It was yeah. 160000 uh, for a three-bedroom house, mm -hmm. um, again in Coventry, very near the hospital, which we knew we were going to convert into five, yeah. which, to be honest, we still haven't done, but it cash flows okay anyway. Um, if we convert to five now, according to the new uh, regulations, we will need to apply for a license. And to be honest, it's only a small property. So what right. we're going to do is we're going to do the same thing. We're going to convert it into self-contained units, right. all on suites, maybe kitchenettes into, um, you know, subject to the lender allowing that. Um, and we're going to leave it as four. Simply okay. because it's a smaller house. Yeah. So that's why I said, you know, I'm not sure whether I should men mention that one because it was, you no, know, you're between. Men you're but yes, therefore, so four properties. Say, yeah. So let's, let's sort of like put them all together. So um, since being on the programme, you've got how many houses? Four. And what does the cash flow look like from those four houses in total? Yeah, in so total, we can't, we, we won't have time to break 000, down every deal. So. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, I would say that, um, I wouldn't say that all of them cash flow on a thousand, but between 800 and you know, a thousand for a property. Each? Yes. All right. So you're yes. looking at around about what, three and a half thousand pounds about a month. About three and a half thousand net cash flow. Yes. And from these properties. how has being on the program helped you get those particular properties? What has it done to assist you? Well, uh, as I said, it put me into, uh, first of all, it put systems in place. Yeah. I am a very chaotic person. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm not anymore. I have to say, but uh, with me, discipline is the main problem. I cannot concentrate on finishing a task. Yeah. So this is what the program did for me. Uh, it concentrated me on the writing, made me structure my time, uh, fulfill all my tasks yeah. without making a life and death situation from every little thing that comes on the way. Yeah. Um, also, it made me very focused. This is one thing that I think, uh, you know, when you want something, just you know, it made me very focused and made me go after mm. what I want. Because property can be really lonely. I mean, I think, you know, oh any gosh, business can yeah. be lonely, can't it? And if you're As doing well. it on your own, uh, and, you know, it's great you got Lewis on board with you now. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people don't have that support from their partners. And, and when they're on their own doing it, it can be a very lonely journey. And that's oh, where yeah. a lot of people will. Because you go on a, a one-day course, for example, and your energy is really high. And you're really like, yeah, you know, yeah. whoa, and let's get out there that's and do right. this. And then about a week later, you're back down. Exactly. You're back yeah, in the office. Exactly. Your life is the same as it was before. Absolutely. And all of that energy is gone and that Absolutely. motivation. So being a part of a group helps you bring that motivation level back up Absolutely, again yeah. and you know you feel a part of a community don't you that's right for me this was very important Rick, uh, because I also felt like nobody understands what I'm yeah. doing uh, 
I mean, people around you literally, they, it's not their fault. They just don't know what it is, property investing. They just mm. think that you're buying and selling houses. And it, 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 I wouldn't yeah. say it frustrates you, but it just makes you feel like, really? Is that what you think I'm doing? Yeah. But then you can't explain to them because they, they, don't understand. Would, not un they would not understand. They don't have the knowledge that you've got. Um, and yeah. if, if they do, they're like, oh, are you crazy? Yeah. You owe so much. And then it, may, it puts you in some, not that it would affect what you're doing, but it does make you think like, Am I actually, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I do, yeah. I much I, prefer that I've got this, you know. There is so much negativity, you know. There is so much out, negativity. Out I didn't there. want to say that, but, but not just in is, property, yeah. it's in it's everything. General, yeah. And you know, I think the, um, the way that I perceive this is that the, the negative comments come back from uh, a certain group of people. And that's that um, they're either doing it themselves, but they're doing it wrong. Yes. Because they've had the wrong right. education or they've not had any education. And therefore, they're not sourcing the right deals. Mm. The deals they're getting are at market value or above market value in some instances. Yeah. They're not managing to recycle their cash. They're not getting the right cash flow. And they're not selling the rooms because they've got no plan to stick to. And yeah. the rooms are of sub-quality. Yeah, exactly. um, the other people are out there that have done it well, but they've done it well back in the 80s and the 90s. And what they were doing then, which was really good and really successful, isn't working now because the market yeah. has changed significantly and they've failed to move with the times. That's right. And then there's the other element of people that haven't done any of it and all they're doing is feeding from all of the other comments from the yeah, other people. Are, yeah, this is like uh, getting their opinion based on other people's Yeah, opinion. which is fine because <laughs> we're, allowed to, give, okay. we're yes. allowed to give opinions. But what, yeah. I'm, what I'm coming back to is really, it is all down to education and Absolutely. it is all down to finding the right person yeah. to help you with it. But that person's got to be somebody that is actively doing it right now That's and right. they haven't just done something back in 1980 Absolutely. and then now living off the back of that strategy, you know, so um, if you're looking for educational courses and if you're looking for property mentors, it's certainly got to be something with someone that's current. Do your due diligence. Make sure that they are who they say they are and make yeah. sure that they've, you know, they've got what they say that they've got. So without you coming into our programs and stuff, Danitza, do you think you would still be where you are now or do you think it would have, uh, you would be just right back at where you were buying small minimos? Uh, I... To be honest with you, I because like I said, from the moment that I heard that webinar, yeah, uh, and before that, I already knew that I want to get into HMOs. Um, after that webinar, I knew that I'm coming on the mentor. So there was no nothing like for me. There wasn't other. There's, there's no other option. There really. wasn't any other option. Yeah, so yeah. I never even, to be honest, thought what it would be. But now that you are asking me, I'm thinking that if I didn't come on this mentoring program, probably I would have pretty much messed up a lot of stuff yeah. that I didn't have a clue about. Yeah. Uh, and you are, Rick, very good on legislation. Yeah, because of my say. police background, you know. Exactly. So. And when I heard that you're an ex-policeman, I just, I, I just told Louis, I said, this is the person. And he absolutely, totally agreed. Uh, we knew that you would be doing things properly. And you keep coming on my Discovery Days as I well, don't you? I Discovery Days. So They're really nice. Been on, I think you must have been on four now. You must have been. I think been. so, yes. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have been. And I really enjoy them. Because really you always pick them. something different up, don't you? Absolutely. There and the great thing, you know, we get those from it as well. Because, you know, the, um, we only do small days. We only have 50 people in the room. But every time we do them, there's somebody else in the room that contributes towards what we're doing. That's and right, you think, yeah. you know what? That's a great idea. And Absolutely. it's getting other people's perceptions and other people's exactly. vision at the same time. So we get loads from it as well so you know it's, it's great for us so Dinit, so if you could give our listeners you know just your best tip what number one best tip uh, and it's not about property courses or anything but yeah. you know how they can get started what would that be i think 
one thing is for sure. If you guys want to go into HMOs, uh, this is the right course for you. I mean, I always recommended it. Uh, before you. the interview, before we even spoke that much and everything, not because of something else, but because it has done a lot for us. You, would you say that it's changed your lives? It has changed our lives, yeah. absolutely, because we're actually doing this on a professional level. Mm. On a professional level. I, I probably would have done HMOs, but to be honest with you, uh, probably I would have been like one of those landlords who is like a, you know, disorientated headless yeah, chicken running around, running around doing stuff, trying to And it's fair to say, isn't it, that three and a half grand a month since being on the programme that you're earning now is pretty life-changing, isn't it? It's absolutely you know, life-changing. When I was in the police, I was earning £1,800 a month. I was taking home £1,800 a yeah. month. And I was working 45, 50 hours a week for that, away exactly. from my family. Now you've got an income of three and a half grand a month, well, from that side of your portfolio yeah, I've got that, <laughs> that you can run yeah. you know and and do what you, you know call the shots because it's your own business absolutely yeah. how much time do you have to yourself now oh i've got much more time to be honest um i've got uh, you know at the moment what i'm doing is i'm, I'm trying to actually get louis off his job because yeah. he's still having um, um you know he's still working uh but we have decided that this year is going to be the year that we're actually you know, going to dedicate ourselves to uh, full-time property investing. Good. Yeah. Uh, because this is not a joke. Yeah, it's, it's real, isn't it? It's a very serious business. It is, and, and it's and it's big numbers, you know. Absolutely, and whoever wants to do it as an amateur will remain, I think, on the same level. Without, I'm saying this without being negative. It's just the, the real facts about this. Uh, if you're going to do this professionally, you need to you need to concentrate and you need to grow your portfolio. This yeah. is how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, you've got to future-proof it, haven't you? You need to future-proof it and you need to probably, in my case, I'm thinking of getting into bigger deals. Yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, doing more stuff, setting up probably some kind of scheme, charity. That's what we did, you whatever. know. I mean, we went, you know, we did, we did the whole sort of, not mini-mo, because we don't do mini-mo's, but we've done single lets, we've done flips, yeah. we've done this, that and the other. But our last deal, as you know, you know, uh, we've just refinanced it back out of 1.7 million. Oh, this you is know, fantastic. Um, um, you know, we <laughs> bought 28, deal, yes. yeah, 28 bed HMO, bought it's it for fantastic. just over it a million great. pounds, yeah. did a load of work to it and just refinanced it at 1.7. So, you know, that's a big deal, 1.7 million from, deal, yeah. from nothing, you know, when yeah. we started, you know, back in exactly. the day. So, but all of that comes with experience and all of that, exactly. you know, doesn't come without its ups and downs. Yes, absolutely. And I think people need to continue uh, investing their education, if I have to be honest. Yeah. Even yeah. now that, for example, I've finished this program, I'm thinking, you know what, I will continue. I'll probably look for what else you've got and stuff yeah. like that. But this will Are you not interested stop. in um, coming on our mastermind at some point in the future, which would be great. Great yes, to have you absolutely. on our mastermind program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely considering. Uh, the thing is, it's just that everybody needs to, I think, move on with their, yeah. with their uh, business and not to keep it... Yeah, you know, like, uh, very much so. I'm part of a mastermind program myself. Absolutely, I have yeah. to go um, and, you know, if you're the, if you're the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, the biggest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Yes, yeah? yeah. Because yeah, you always got to aspire to somebody. And I attend, you know, once a month, I go to a mastermind meeting myself where I'm inspired by the people around me and I want to be like them. And I know that, you know, potentially they're, also doing the same thing at a different level and so the journey goes because yeah. you always have to have someone to aspire towards definitely, definitely. you know because this is real and business like anything you've got to push yourself there are peaks and troughs but ultimately you know you can forge whatever life you want to forge I think so too. I, I absolutely agree with that. Denise, it's been an absolute pleasure. I could talk to you all day. Um, you know, <laughs> yes, so I you. mean, you've travelled a real long way. It's been it's been a pleasure being a part of your journey. 
and I'm so pleased that Thank we can you. change both yours and Lewis's life for the better Thank and hopefully we can continue to do that and you're a real inspiration so Thank if you. anybody wants to contact you how can they do that Oh, they can just message me on Facebook. Yep. I'm in the group. I'm in the HMO community group. Or comment below, folks, on this feed. Um, and then we can tag you into it, I'm can't we? I'm absolutely, yeah. I'm very easily approachable. So if you need any information or any, any feedback or anything, I'm quite happy to do oh, that. Fantastic. So, so folks, yeah, if you're please. interested in um, you know, any of the educational programs that we offer, um, you know, we keep this real. Dinitz has been part of our programs now for about two years. You can see how life-changing that's been for her. And if you want any testimonials, etc., if you want to talk to Dinitza, I'm sure she'll be quite happily do that for you. So if you need any more information on our HMO Investor Program, please let me know or comment below, or you can even call the office email me facebook me because i'm always available i hope you found that inspiring uh, i hope you found that inspirational i know that i certainly have and i know that you know Denitz is real she's come from nothing uh, all she did was come on one of our programs and now you know because of the back of that is earning over four and a half thousand pounds sorry three and a half thousand to four thousand pounds a month in passive income just by doing what we say to do it really is as simple as that so what we'd like you to do is um, contact us if you need more information love you to become part of our community i uh, hope you enjoyed that special edition today of cup of tea with rick g and hopefully see you again very very soon take care go tenant the revolutionary new property software built by landlords and trusted by tenants GoTenant is your one-stop property management assistant that will take the pain away from your tenant recruitment process and the management of your properties. From advertising your property to maintenance reporting, electronic signatures to full property management software. Stop worrying about double bookings and the hassle of unnecessary admin because GoTenant is here to enable you to seamlessly run your portfolio from anywhere in the world. Go to gotenants.co.uk to find out more.